Welcome to All for the Youth Podcast. Here at The Warehouse, we believe young people can come to know Jesus and have a personal encounter with Him and learn to follow Him. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the All for the Youth Podcast. This is Pastor Ben here, and uh, we actually have a few changes, so we're going to explain those a little before we get started with today's episode. Uh, first change, actually, we have Pastor Matt is actually our new youth pastor. Pastor Matt, why don't you go ahead and uh, share your heart a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, first off, I want to I do want to honor Pastor Sean. Uh, man, he led for three, four, four years, I think, the warehouse, and uh, the very first year we co-led together. Uh, pastor Sean is awesome. I love him. Did a great Great job, and I'm just super excited and grateful just to be um, here in this position in this place. I, I just a little background. I've been at Thrive. I've been working at Thrive for four years now. Um, and right before I took over the youth, I was in the role called Connect Pastor, which I was kind of overseeing like the on ramping process yeah. and stuff like that. A lot of um, communication with people. And, um, but I'm just super excited for this new role as student ministries pastor and youth pastor here at the warehouse. Um, super passionate just to see young people, students come to know Jesus in a, in a powerful and transformative way. Um, and I'm excited to get back to these podcasts. I think we're going to, you know, share some wisdom and, um, share the word and it's just going to be and share some laughs. We're gonna have some fun. So it's going (laughs) to be a good time. Super excited for these podcasts. Yeah, man, I'm excited too. And not that just changed. We actually have a new change again. Again, another one, a lot of changes for you guys. But hey, come on. Uh, the next one is actually uh, really exciting. We have a new intern here at Thrive. Uh, also, she is on the student team of part of the warehouse. She is also uh, on staff as part of the warehouse. She's in that mixed role because she is an intern. But uh, it's actually Jaden. Jaden, why don't you introduce yourself for a little bit? Hey, what's up? I'm Jaden. Um, I'm an intern at Thrive and for the warehouse. And it's been really great. Um, my first week has been hectic. I've been here every single day this week. It's kind of uh, crazy. Yeah, welcome. But yeah. it's okay. I love it. I love being here and being around you guys. Um, but what called me to internship was I really asked God for vision mm. as to what I should Good. do for my future. So I went from film to psychology and then DNA Weekend, which is one of the team nights we have here. I really prayed for guidance if, as to what I should walk or how I should walk and pursue my future. Yeah. And God said, choose me. And I'm an intern and God told me to pursue ministry. <laughs> so that is so cool. That's yeah. good. So just a little bit about yourself though. How'd you get saved? What, a little bit of your testimony. Um, you don't got to go full in depth, but just give people a little bit of background. Obviously we know you're an intern. Uh, there had That's to be awesome. a moment where Jesus encountered you and you decided to be like, you know, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of my life. Yeah. So go ahead and share a little bit about that. Um, I have struggled a lot mentally with my mental health. And I still do sometimes, but I've struggled for a few years, so it's been rough. And this has been like the first year where everything's been very stable. And I thank God for that. Yeah. Um, but I guess I kind of was fed up and I, I really screamed for God mm, and just really craved him. And he came down for me and he saved me. It's good. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's so powerful. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something, bro, because you got in the mic, like you were like ready to go on and preach a three-point hey, sermon off fires me up. I, I, I can if you want, but no, that's not what, that's not what we're here for today, no, but that's so no, good. Not. Excited to have you on, Jaden. Yeah. Thank you. Agreed, agreed. Excited so to today's here. podcast is, oh, sorry, Jaden. No, you're good. You're okay, good. Today's podcast uh, is, is going to be a little different. Um, the next few ones are going to be really teaching Jaden how to host this thing. We really feel she's going to be able to kind of kick these off a little bit and 
uh, as she learns how to host. Uh, this one, we're just going to give her the opportunity to ask questions, ask us yeah. questions, learn a little bit, and kind of let you guys in as well to listen to what she's asking and uh, listen on a real level of what we have to say, what she even might experience. Uh, so we're really excited. So I know she's prepared some questions, so I'm kind of nervous, but we'll <laughs> get this thing going. So Jaden, go ahead and take over. Okay. Uh, what is spiritual growth? Hmm. Yeah, I think that's such a good question um, because it's one of those terms that you'll you'll hear in, in church circles, right? And it's like, oh, what is spiritual growth? And I think it's important to break it down in a way that we can understand. Um, first, I would say is it's a process, yeah, right? And it's good. a process that you'll go through for the rest of your life. Understanding that you're not going to go through this like rocket ship spiritual growth where you're just going to get saved and you're just going to be, you're just going to be like, just like Jesus. And then you're just going to coast there the rest of your life, right? <laughs> Understanding it's that process. Yeah. Um, of, of growing, to, I, I would say two things, growing one in relationship with Jesus and two growing to be like Jesus. Yeah, that's good. Right. Um, those two things I, I think are the, the most dynamic ways you can measure your spiritual growth. If you want a practical, um, I would say there, there's a passage in Galatians, um, Galatians five sixteen. it says, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the yeah. flesh for the flesh yeah. desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other so that you do not do whatever you want, right? So basically what that's saying is I think a practical measure to, to measure your spiritual growth is look at your actions and are you walking um, it's good. It's good. according to the desires of your flesh or the desires of the spirit? Does that make sense? And if yeah. you don't know what that means, it's basically are you walking continuously in sin or are you walking and, and growing to be more like Jesus as you walk? Pastor, yeah. you got anything to add yeah, to that? That's, that's good. I think one thing I noticed, I guess I can answer uh, the part of how do you know you're growing, mm -hmm. I guess, to, to add to that. Because I think that's, he he explained that perfectly well. Yeah. Uh, the Bible also talks about like the testing of our faith helps grow us, right? Mm -hmm. it, hurt, it teaches us to lean on Jesus. That's good. Um, one thing that I know I'm growing in is my is reaction versus response. Mm -hmm. um, if I can learn to respond and draw near to Jesus as opposed to react in a situation, then I know I'm growing. So if I'm offended, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna react by lashing out because I can be witty at times, I can be very sarcastic at times, but I can let Jesus hold my tongue and learn mm -hmm. to process it really quick, respond mm -hmm. exactly how Jesus would respond. So I think that's perfect, Pastor Matt, saying um, you're starting to look more like Jesus, I think yeah. is is the best way. Loving people when that person walks in the room. Um, yeah. I think sometimes, right, as an you're like, oh, that person just grinds my gears or annoys <laughs> me, but it's like, no, well, does Jesus think that? Yeah. yeah. Like, does, does Jesus think they're annoying? Does Jesus think they grind yeah. your gears? Yeah. That, that's a great, uh, you actually said something that's so interesting. When you start to love the people that annoy you, you know you're growing <laughs> spiritually. Yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. Like, yeah, honestly, it's because because I know when I first came to Jesus, like, yeah, I, I, you know, you learn, right, we're called to love people, but it's like, sometimes you like, force yourself but like hey I really truthfully love that person even though they annoy me right yeah. and I'm going right. to show them the love of Christ that's so good that's yeah. a that's that's when you know right yeah. and again if you're not there today um, I would say first of all forgive them but second <laughs> sure. of all like again it's a process right and mm -hmm. so it, it's just a step in the process yeah definitely I I think there's something on just loving people like I agree just loving people yep. the, the the unloved the lost the broken right because everybody has this God need in their life mm -hmm. and as, as people who love Jesus we're supposed to help 
demonstrate that and give them the answers that God need. Pastor Eric always says there's a God-sized hole in our hearts. Mm, uh, he also good. says that there's only one place on the throne, and that's Jesus is in our heart. There's a throne. Mm-hmm. What are we putting on it? Yeah. And I think people will naturally put alcohol or whatever on the throne or fill that hole. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're called to, to, to go to them, but right. You can't really go to them. If you're in the church all the time, you can't go to them. You can't mm-hmm. show that spiritual growth. You can't mm-hmm. show that growing in Jesus. If you're not loving on people outside of the church right. or outside of, of uh, not loving people who are outside of the will of God or people who just are, picking your gears even if they are in church I think sometimes you run into that too like mm-hmm. if they are in church you still need to love them they're still growing too yeah so yeah I, I think that's a great question Jade I'm actually going to throw that back at you though oh. how have <laughs> you learned in your own life that you can see that you're growing spiritually um definitely I'm going to give you like an example um I remember Pastor Sean preaching about hearing God's voice and just any preacher at Thrive would talk about hearing God's voice and I could never really open up my ear and hear him. And one day I was going to get my driver's, what, what do they call it? Your permit. permit. No, license. it's your, your, um, behind the wheel test. Oh, okay. Oh. So I was driving down to get my behind the wheel test and I was so nervous because I really wanted to get my license and otherwise I'd wait way more longer. And I really just heard God in that moment. Mm, and I was good. like, Whoa, something's different here. And you know, when you hear God, I feel like that's kind of, I mean, he was reassuring me that it's okay, daughter, daughter, it's going to yeah, be okay. Yeah, you have me. And I think once you hear his voice, that definitely is like, there's a point where you are, spiritually like you're spiritually growing but then that kind of reassures you like yeah you are for that's sure good. that's good, good. Yeah. that's and that's i think even how i broke it down right like that's the spiritual growth of the process and growing yeah. of a relation in a relationship with jesus mm-hmm. yeah. right like the fact that he called you daughter right shows mm-hmm. the relationship is established and you'll grow spiritually when you grow close to the to the person of Jesus, you know? Yeah, so, yeah it's that it's whole so scripture in John where it says the sheep know my voice. Yeah. And I think you preached on it. Um, At young adults. Yeah, for last Friday. Yeah. Last Friday. Sorry, I was trying to do things. <laughs> You're like, where did you preach oh, that? Yeah. yeah. I knew it was somewhere recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just that context of, right, you, the more, the, the closer you are, you know the shepherd's voice. Yeah. The the what's funny, I think I think you even mentioned it is the sheep actually because they're around the shepherd so much. The shepherd smells like them, looks oh, like them. Mm-hmm. They know his voice. They know that it's him, not just a voice. Yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, that's, that's so good. And and one thing I do want to clarify for people who are like, oh my goodness, I've never heard an audible voice of God. That's not necessarily. We're not talking about the audible voice of God. Like right, it's not like the clouds break open and it's like here I am. Right? No, it's 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 the still small <laughs> voice. And it like in your head, but yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. God, right? I, yeah. I just wanted to make that clarification yeah. for people who are like, who hear the still small voice of God, right? But maybe they're like, oh, are they talking about hearings like a, a real, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that yeah. before. Yeah. I think a lot of times you feel it first in your heart because the Lord speaks to the heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you'll hear it in your heart and then you process it. Um, so I think that's the best way I've ever learned um, yeah. to really mm-hmm. distinguish God's voice. So, yeah, does that answer the question, Jamie? Yeah, it does. Yeah? Yeah. Good, good. (laughs) So this one's kind of intense, but what is the difference in following Jesus rather than just following a bunch of rules? Mm. That's a good one. 
I'll kick it off, Pastor Ben. I, I, okay. I think, um, again, I keep harping back on it, but I think it's important. It's it's understanding the, the dynamic of a relationship. When you look at Christianity as just a religion, it looks like a bunch of rules. But when you look like following Jesus as following a person, it looks like a relationship. And it's it, it's a perspective shift from I have to to I get to, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, yeah. it, when you have a relationship with somebody, it's no longer that you have to follow rules, but you get to be close to them. Right. So, I mean, like, like, so for example, for my wife and I, like, Hey, we have certain nights where it, that this is a date night. Right. And so yeah. it, I guess you could call that a rule, right? We're both going to be home Thursday at five so we can have a date night. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a rule because I have to, or because I get to, right? Like, yeah. I, sure. I have to, because I told her I would be there. You, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I think another, um, practical is like, uh, what right understanding the the dynamic of a relationship um but also understanding just that that god is omnipresent and omni om, omniscient right he knows he knows everything and he's always here so he knows everything so the reason he gives us rules isn't just to give us rules he gives us rules because he knows what tomorrow holds right yeah. right yeah. It's, it's actually for your benefit another i guess i'm telling a lot of stories but like a parent would understand right like the way a parent would understand i i tell my daughter the other day she tried to put a magnet in her mouth and i'm like that's well don't do that <laughs> right and she, to her it's like that's just a rule why would you tell me not to put this in my mouth it was like bright yellow it looked Mm -hmm. fun you know Mm -hmm. and I'm like but I know what's going to happen if she puts that magnet in her mouth you know so um, knowing that God knows more than we do I I think to to answer the question um, what was it go ahead I I need to hear it again because I had a response to it (laughs) what is the difference in following Jesus rather than following a bunch of rules yeah okay so I I just wanted to make sure I was understanding the question correctly Um, so the best way the difference is I'm going to go back to it again is is how you love Mm -hmm. Um, in John 13 31 to 35 it says when he had gone out Jesus said now is the son of man glorified and God is glorified in him if God is glorified in him God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once little children yet a little while I am with you you will seek me and just as I said to the Jews so now I also say to you where I am going you cannot come a new commandment i give to you that you love one another just as i have loved you you also are to love one another by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for me for love for one another and pretty much the the way i know the difference is rules don't teach you how to love it's mm, good encounter good, teaches yeah. you how to love it's good mm-hmm. And being connected with one person will teach you how to love. Right. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Jesus gives you something that you've received that you can now give to someone else. Yeah. Good. And a rule can't do that. Mm-hmm. A rule a rule is a boundary. A rule is is, mm-hmm. is a moral standard. Mm-hmm. Right? I think Old Testament, you think of it, there was there was the law. God gave Moses the law for them to follow. Yeah. But they were still out of love because yeah. he still wanted them to seek Jesus, like seek the Lord. But it was different when Jesus came and was able to say, hey, look, now since I've loved you, you can go love another. It was, it was, it was permission. Right. It was right. a commission to give to his disciples. Look, I, this is what I'm telling you to do now. The rule now is love, is love one another. Yeah. The rule now is honor your parents. The rule now is uh, keep God first. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all those. It's yeah. different. The, the, all the rules, rules, quotation marks, <laughs> yeah. that he has given us now are evolved around love. It's good. Yeah. So... That'd be the best way I can answer that is, is you, the difference is love. The it's difference good. is, is an, a, a calling of you being higher, calling to be somebody you're not. 
Right. Like normally in our nature, we don't want to love somebody. Like, yeah. All right, like, so you got some people yeah. who aren't saved who are like, just love you, but do they really love you authentically? Yeah. Do they really love and, you like Jesus yeah. loves you? And the truth is, tr- true love tells you when you're wrong. Yeah. That's true. sometimes yeah. like people say, oh, just love everyone. And, and th- that, what that begins to look like is just allow everyone to do whatever they want. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not love, yeah. right? Like, yeah. if my daughter's doing something that's wrong, I'm going to tell her, I'm going to correct her, not because yeah. I'm just trying to be mean, but because I truthfully love her and want yeah. her to get better. You know what right. I mean? So, true. Yeah. yeah. It's good. So, so true. Yeah. I hope, hope those answer yeah. your questions. Yeah. And I just want to add as a teenager, it's, I mean, as a teenager, when I was younger, before I got saved, I looked at religion as Mm. religion. I didn't perceive it as a relationship. And I think as a teenager, a lot of us get that mixed up between following Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, the God Mm -hmm. that created the heavens and you, um, rather than following a bunch of rules is very important to know the difference between those two. So good. That's so good. good. Yeah. So the next question I have is how can you increase your faith? Yeah. Uh, You want to start with this one or you want me to start? (laughs) Pashpan. Uh, you look like you're ready to go, so go ahead and. I'm always ready to go. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, I think that ready. I'm gonna give you something super profound. Just do it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'll give you a better answer than that. But actually, that 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 really is like just respond in faith. Like when yeah. you feel that still small voice calling you to do something, um, do it right because seeing the fruit of 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 acting in faith. In, encourages and increases your faith. I'll tell a story. Antonio, Antonio wanted me to, has been wanting me to tell this story. Um, it's actually kind of funny and it, it's fitting that, that, uh, Jaden is here cause she's an intern. Um, we, we, part of the thrive internship is you go on a trip, right? We go on a trip, um, at the, at the end of the year and we were going on this intern trip and we we're going to Disneyland. Um, and we were going not to do ministry, right? Let me, let me preface this. We were going to relax cause it, internship, you work, it's hard, right? It, like you do a lot of, a lot of, like ministry, right? And so we were going to relax. And, <laughs> and, um, at the time, a, a lot of us had like jobs and work schedules. And, and so we, I think we got off at like five o'clock at night. I got off at five o'clock at night. And so we were leaving, driving down to LA late at night. Right. And so we're driving, um, we're in the car and we, we stopped to get gas, I think right before the grapevine. I don't know. No, is it? Yeah, it's but it's not the one where there's a bunch of people. We stopped at this one place before the, the what is it? What is the city right before Te, the Tejon? Tejon, yeah, Tejon, whatever that city is. Not that one. The city before, and there was like <laughs> it was like empty, dead, and and so we pull into this little little um, parking lot, and this guy walks up, and mind you, it's probably ten thirty at night, and I'm tired, and I'm exhausted, and you could tell he's a homeless man, and he and I'm I see him going around to every car, and he's asking for money, and I'm just like, you know what, not tonight, yo, <laughs> I'm tired, I just I'm trying to get gas, and he comes up to me, and I and I'm just like, sorry, man, we're in a, we're in a hurry, and um and so he moves on to the next car, and then I look I look over at my wife, and she's looking at me like what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> you're right. What am I doing? Right. And so, um, I go and I go and I'm, I, I give him all the money I have in my wallet. It mind you, it was like seven bucks, but, uh, I give him all the money I have in my wallet. I say, Hey man, real, real quick question. Can, can I pray for you? And, um, I was expecting him to either say no or be like, yeah, sure. And I was just going to pray. You, you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, yeah, actually, yeah. um, my knee hurts and it's been hurting and I can barely walk. And I'm like, oh, we going in, we going to pray like this. Right. <laughs> right I'm right. like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> 
Jesus, I see what's happening right here. And right. And so I pray for this man's knee and, and it actually, it actually like, he, I'm like, okay, try to move it. And he starts to move it. And he's like, I, I can't explain it. And right. This is not me. This is in Jesus name. This is the power of yeah. Jesus. Right. And he's like, he starts to cry. And this is how I was like, oh, this is really real. This is really happening in this man's life. This man is twice my age in the middle of a gas station, right right in the middle of the gas station, starting to just tear up and cry and say, I can actually move my knee for the first time in a year. And, and I just start to cry and I start to just preach the gospel to this man. And like, like I'm going in, right. And all that, all this whole story, I guess he, I, I'll finish the story. Actually, he, he, he accepted Jesus into his life. He, t- what's so awesome is he told me, Hey, my daughter and my sons are Christians. I know they'll take me in if I go. I want to change my life around, give my life to Jesus. I'm going to go find one of them. I'm going to go live with one of them, and I'm going to get plugged in in the church. He was basically saying how his shame and his guilt was holding him back. And I I just, I was in tears that night. And before I went to bed, I was like, man, Jesus, you are are so good. But I think um, what I realized in that moment is it was just a simple act of, hey, can I pray for you? That led to that whole encounter. It was a simple act of just acting small little That's act good. of faith, right? Yeah. And and Jesus made the provision. Jesus was the one who healed the man, not me. So yeah. that increased my faith for the next time God spoke to me and said, no, you need to go pray for that person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like no, just good. acting in faith increases your faith. That's good. I I think for me, defining the, the word faith, like what is faith? Faith mm. is complete trust or confidence. And in this question, how do you, we're talking Christianity, talking, talking, having a relationship with Jesus and someone complete trust or confidence in someone we don't see mm. and yeah. someone we don't like, right. right. We just seem like crazy people. We talk to a man <laughs> that we don't like, we've never met in person. We've never, um, seen him face to face. Yeah. Like some people have, but like, we've never, we're, we, we're putting trust and confidence in something that nobody can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Pastor might hit it on the head, like, just do it. Yeah. Right. Like, you're not always going to see it. You're not always going to know, but just do it. Um, for me, I guess, the thing, one thing that really increased my faith, it's funny, right, but was, like, giving. Mm. And I'm not just trying it's to good. say it's to, like, give to the church. Right. Like, no, it's right, though. But it's, that increased my faith so much. Because... Yeah. When I was right when I was single, it was easy. Like, oh, I'm just gonna give God money. I don't got a girlfriend. I don't got a. I don't got a wife. I don't got a kid. But last year when COVID hit, I was I was struggling like with the concept of giving because I, I was so used to giving, having a good job, and all of a sudden I get laid off. And now like I had to go back, draw back to it where the Lord reminded me like I've done this for you before. You trust me. He had to remind yeah. me I trust Him. It's good. And I so like this year it's been like super like. Not super easy, but it's always been easier to give again because you reminded me he's been faithful before he'll do it again. Yeah, and yeah. just doing it really is. I, I, you hit it on the head, bro. I can't. Yeah, I can't like follow. <laughs> Thanks, I could follow man. up on it, but like it really is. Just do it. Um, yeah. I have a friend who says, "How do you spell faith?" And they say R I S K risk yeah. because faith requires risk. Yeah, and I, I just, uh, yeah, I, uh, I guess practical pray. Yeah. Trust God. Like, yeah. do something that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah. Tell someone about Jesus. Tell somebody about it, Jesus. It, yeah. Really, really simple things, right? Like, like obey your parents when you haven't been. Like, do really simple, practical things. Yeah. Little things. Start little things. You don't have to yeah. start praying for someone in a gas station, right? Um, start by praying for a friend. Start by checking on your friend. Hey, can I pray for you? Maybe your friend who doesn't know Jesus. Maybe your friend who does know Jesus. But yeah. you know what I'm right. saying? Like, hey, can yeah. I pray for you? Little acts. And, and, and you'll be amazed at how the little things... L- 
I don't know. There, there's a scripture that says, "When I can trust you with a little, I can trust you with a lot." Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's 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 that whole concept of just be faithful and little, and just go after Him in a little. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. The next question I have is, why is reading your words so important? Yeah, I'll, I'll go to this one. <laughs> go ahead, um, go ahead. I guess. And so it's going to be a dumb response, but like you can't know what you're doing. You can't know someone you don't know about. I think Antonio was talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Like it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's the easiest way to put it. like the mm-hmm. dumbed down version. You can't know someone you don't know yeah. um, about. I'm not saying it was dumb, but I just, I think that was so simple. simple. Yeah. It's a simple way to say it for most right. people. Um, also, there's times like the Lord speaks the, the, yeah. the, mm-hmm. in John one, it talks about uh, the word became flesh and it, 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 you know about Jesus because it speaks through it. Jesus right. will speak through you. Right. You yeah, learn the voice exactly. of God. Like yeah. you can very distinguish, very much distinguish what you're hearing in your life. Yeah. If it's God or if it's not, yeah. because right. it, most, majority good. of the time it's in his word. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say too. I'll, I'll just add that. That's a per, it's actually kind of a perfect wrapping up to all the other questions because it's like, how do you hear God? How do you step out in faith? Um, you'll know that still small voice is God. Because if it's if it's in His Word, it's His voice, right? right? The 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 voice that is God. When God is speaking to you, He will never contradict His Word. Mm-hmm. So right. knowing your Word allows you to know the Shepherd better, right? Yeah. It allows you to know Jesus better. The Shepherd is another, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> metaphor for Jesus, <laughs> yeah. right? When we, what Pastor Ben was talking about the Shepherd and the sheep. Um, knowing your word uh, allows you to know when it's him. And I think that's so important because distinguishing the voice and making sure that it's him is, is so important. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say practicals too. Um, it, 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 it's just, it's for me personally, it's been a, a huge blessing for me to just get to get to know the word because there's so much wisdom in it. Um, it, it, it's so funny. It's one of those things where God just continues to prove himself to be good. As I, as I read the word, I'm like, man, so good, right? It, mm-hmm. It's how you get to, and Pastor Ben alluded to this a little bit, but it's how you get to know the personhood of Jesus, how you get to know who Jesus is. Um, it's so powerful. So, and, and I think it's second Timothy three sixteen. Pastor Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. Second Timothy three sixteen, which says every scripture is God breathed and yes. and useful for correction and rebuking. Right. So, not know, knowing also that it's not just a ra- a bunch of random words on a page, but it's the, the 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 word of God. Yeah. Right. Like that. It's like that changes things. <laughs> right. That makes it important. So. Yeah, and uh, the word also talks about it being a two edged sword. Mm. Um, it helps you not be yourself. And like, we're, mm-hmm. we're going back to the love like Jesus. How do you know mm-hmm. how Jesus loves people? You got to read your word. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. if we're talking about like, if we're talking about this whole concept of increasing your faith, looking more like Jesus, what's the difference between rules and loving Jesus? The only way you can figure that out is by reading the word. It's good. Yeah. You, you're going to know how to act like Jesus and look yeah. like Jesus by seeing what he looked like and act like. Yeah. And let me, let me jump in too. I think sometimes like it wasn't necessarily asked, but I think it's like, oh, well, I don't know how, or I don't know where to start, or I don't know what to do. Like, like sometimes it's like, maybe you want anyone ever been in that position where it's like, you want to read the word, but you don't know how. Yeah. Um, the first thing I would recommend is if you don't have a Bible, get one, get one that you like, get one that you like the looks, get one that you can understand. Right. Um, and then second is don't necessarily have to start in Genesis. You don't have to start at page one. 
one. I would recommend personally starting with the gospel, starting mm-hmm. with John, yeah. Um, yeah. because John writes from a place of relationship. And right. so if you're trying to grow in your, in your relationship, starting with the gospel of John, another great book for young people is James. Yep. Um, actually, if you go through basics here at the warehouse, we, we have you write a paper on, on James, um, or John, or, or John. but it, yeah, yeah. E- either one, but it's James is such a practical book as well. And I think there's so those would be my two recommendations on where to start. The other thing is you can, if you're not maybe like a, a reader and I, I do encourage you to get a paper Bible, but get a download this, this app called blue letter Bible. I know y'all all have smartphones, so get <laughs> y'all have other apps, y'all right. have the Instagram app. So get the blue letter Bible app. Um, and there's features on there that'll it'll actually read it for you. Like if if you have a hard time sitting there reading yeah, it, sure. listen to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just do something. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is you don't have to read it all in one day. Right. Read a chapter a day. Read a read a book a day, a small book. But you know, just continue to grow in it. Be faithful with it. Yeah. Uh, one one thing I was told when I was getting saved, I had a friend who was really into Proverbs mm. and he would always tell me a proverb a day keeps the enemy away because <laughs> <laughs> there's funny. 31 Proverbs. Yeah. So you can literally uh-huh. read one chapter every day and you're going to go finish it throughout the month. Yeah. Um, but he he was like a man. He like loved Proverbs. Well, of course he's a man, but he was a yeah. man of Proverbs. Like he just read Proverbs all the time. Yeah. And so he was like always pushed on people. Dude, a proverb a day keeps the enemy away, man. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you're so hippie. But like it's so yeah. true. Yeah. And um Proverbs is a good one. Yeah. Uh James, I love the book of James. James yeah. and John are my one of my two favorite books. Yeah. Um definitely read a gospel though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Start with the gospel. Start with what the book is about. Start with what right. the Bible is about. It's just mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Old Testament points to Jesus, New Testament points back to Jesus. They all point to the gospels. It's oh, good. And Read that. Read the Gospels. Know who you're going to read about. Know what this book is about. It's going to bring so much understanding to the Gospels. It's going to bring so much understanding to who Jesus is. Once you start, once you know those, you can read the rest of it, and you're like, oh, that's why he says this. Yeah. Oh, that's very similar when it yeah. talks about the Son of David. Yeah. Because some people, when they get healed, they would cry out Son of David, and it's mm-hmm. like, why are they crying out Son of David? You right. start to follow the lineage. You start to understand it. Yeah. So uh, definitely get one you like. Yeah. Uh, and just open it up. You can't, don't, don't think you can run a marathon right away. Yeah. Uh, read a chapter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have one more practical. I'm, I'm trying to, I really like to give practicals and reading the works. I know it's yeah. going to be hard for some people. I would say, tell someone who is, um, who, who spiritually is a little bit above where you're at, that you're looking into really studying the word and have them walk through it with you. Whether that's yeah. a parent, a youth pastor, someone on the DNA staff, right? Because I think sometimes we can get tripped up and not understanding something, right? So, yeah. it, so it's like if you come to me, or Pastor Ben, maybe we can explain it, the context and what that passage actually means. If, if you know your parents, I encourage you to tell your parents, "Hey, I want to read the Book of John. Can you read it with me?" Yeah. Right? And, and and have them explain it, or maybe you learn it together, or what, whatever it is. But I think it's a, it, being intentional about not just trying to do it alone and just it, right. Like we when we go to school, we have a teacher. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. like sometimes it's like how many of us would have passed pre-calculus without a teacher? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So allow like tell someone that that you you want you're interested and you want to do it and it'll help. So Yeah. yeah. What's one thing that's helped you, Jaden? Um I mean, I asked you guys about Job. That definitely helped. Mm, it gave yeah. me different perspectives and I really yeah. liked that and it made it easier to understand, but also I really like to know what the word is saying, like yeah. dive deep yeah. because yeah. I want to make sure that I'm receiving it correctly. Good. Yeah. So 
I'd say what helped me is like asking you guys for sure and doing my own research or good. Um, yeah. podcasts definitely help. It depends what they talk about. But <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I'm an, I rem- oh my gosh, I can't talk. I remember um, one time I was asking Danielle about Job. I was like, Danielle's one of my friends. Mm-hmm. I was listening to her about Job and why is God testing him so many times? I was before I asked you guys. Yeah. And um Later on that day, she's like, oh, I'm listening to this podcast. And guess what they're talking about? They're talking about Job's suffering. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. wow, okay. Well, and then she just told me what they said in that podcast. So I think yeah. definitely doing, depending how deep you want to go, which is, I recommend you go deep. Yeah. But um, <laughs> because you want to make sure you're receiving it correctly. Right. But yeah. um, you just use as many resources as you can. And Blue Letter Bible is definitely a cool app. So yeah. I recommend that too. Awesome. Anything else, Jaden? I don't think so, no. No? Yeah. One off, random question? Mm, no. Nothing, all right. Pastor Matt? <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I had a lot of fun today. I think it was I think it was good stuff. I think it was yeah. good. I hope it was practical for you guys, helpful in your walk. Um, great questions, Jaden. Thank you. They were, they were really good. I had a fun yeah. time. You got anything, Pastor Ben? You asked no, us? No. Awesome. No, I'm just excited for this. Yeah. Um, I love podcasts in general. Yeah. It makes me feel like a radio host. <laughs> um, even though I'm not going to be hosting as much yeah, you anymore. You got the headphones on and everything. I know, I know, bro. I know. I got to yeah. look cool over here. I got to make sure I'm hearing everything right. That's right. Uh, but no, thank you, Jaden. Uh, thank guys, you. We're, we're thank so you excited uh, to have Jaden on. Uh, we really feel this is going to be a big season for her. So I'm going to pray us out and yeah. I'm going to pray for this and whoever's listening. Uh, so Jesus, we just thank you, God. We thank you for uh, what you're doing with these podcasts. We thank you for what you're doing with uh, Pastor Matt's life, God, for him being new uh, youth pastor. Yes, we've been doing it for about a month or so, but God, I thank you for uh, bringing him in. God, I thank you for uh, what Pastor Sean did and and having this transition and uh, still championing behind us, God. I thank you for um, Jaden's life, God. I thank you for what you're doing with her in, uh, internship. God, I ask that this is a season of breakthrough for her life. I ask that this is a season of um, just growing, God. I ask that this is a season of stepping out of that comfortability, God, stepping out of uh, what she's used to and pursuing you, God. There's something that happens when we pursue the calling of God in our life. And Jesus, I pray for every listener uh, just listening to this podcast, God, I pray that you begin to touch them where they're at, whether they know you or not, God, I pray that you touch them where they're at. I pray you challenge them, Jesus. I pray you uh, draw them closer to you. God, I ask that um, you just open every ear and heart, every ear and heart to what you have to say and what you said today. Father, I thank you for uh, what you're going to do in this life, what you're going to do in our life, God, what you're going to do in their lives. Uh, Jesus, I ask that you bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you guys so much for joining in. Uh, We're going to be doing these uh, more often, so we're excited. Again, thank you, Jaden. Thank you, Pastor Matt. We hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on social media at warehouse.yth and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week.